0: welcome to the azpm news daily a recap of all the day's news from arizona public media i'm steve jess today on the podcast looking ahead to the arizona legislature we have a lot of big issues to solve in arizona pima county leaders worry about federal funding for migrants running dry we don't believe it's appropriate for the local taxpayer uh, to be footing that bill for that federal function And some wild boroughs are looking for new forever homes. First up, the 2020 legislative session kicks off at the Arizona Capitol next week. Governor Katie Hobbs will give her State of the State address on Monday. Phoenix Democratic Senator Christine Marsh says she's hoping for a more bipartisan tone in the upcoming term. We have a lot of big issues to solve in Arizona, and if Democratic ideas are not even seeing the light of day, then we are missing out on some really good ideas. And Mm -hmm. that has been the past few sessions. Coolidge Republican Senator T.J. Shope expects budget talks will dominate the session. It's one of the reasons why I don't think you'll see as many vetoes of bills this session. It's one of the reasons I, I don't think you'll have many other issues. And that's not to say that there aren't other issues that are important. Shope says he anticipates a debate over budget reductions for university funding and transportation programs. Pima County continues to warn of pending street releases if Congress doesn't allot more money for migrant services. Even as officials opened the Lukeville Port of Entry on Thursday due to a drop in unauthorized border crossings outside of ports, Danielle Kamara has our report. County Administrator Jan Lesher says even with the dip, the county continued to serve up to 9,500 migrants a week. Negotiations over border funding are stalled in Congress, but Lesher says without more money, the county will run out of funding by the end of February. She spoke with AZPM from a press conference at the Lukeville port. At that time, we don't believe it's appropriate for the local taxpayer uh, to be footing that bill for that federal function so we are looking at what that's going to mean. How do we try to manage it when street releases become what I believe to be inevitable? Lesher says that could mean a couple thousand people a day being dropped off at a bus station. I'm Danielle Camara, AZPM News. The man responsible for starting the Molino 2 fire last year near the road to Mount Lemmon has been fined and ordered to pay nearly $200,000 in restitution to the U.S. Forest Service. Last April, 64-year-old Michael Subshinsky was in the Molino Basin target shooting area firing incendiary ammunition. The sparks from those rounds caused a fire that grew to more than 100 acres. Subshinsky pleaded guilty to using incendiary ammunition last month. The Arizona Attorney General's office says Cox Communications will spend millions of dollars to settle a lawsuit over allegations that the company broke the state's Consumer Fraud Act. Matthew Casey reports the cable television and telephone provider denies that the payments detailed in a court-enforceable deal are for having broken any law. The case is about fees levied on customers for phone service, live broadcasts from local TV stations, and regional sports networks. Court records say rising cable fees were not mentioned with price lock guarantee deals, good for up to two years, advertised by Cox Communications. The settlement says Cox Communications must pay $10 million to the state, plus the company also owes about $3 million in payouts and account credits to current and former customers. The conflict between Israel and Hamas has brought protests to college campuses in Arizona. As tensions grow, many people have called into question what speech should be allowed, especially in classrooms. Former University of Arizona law school dean and free speech expert Tony Massaro says it depends on the context. I think one thing that's worth disentangling is academic freedom and something many people wrongly think is coterminous with it, which is freedom of speech. They're not the same thing. You know, there are so many ways in which speech on campus, academic freedom on campus, are not neither is boundless. State legislators, university officials, and instructors have tried to tackle issues regarding the conflict and free expression through education in classrooms, statements reiterating freedoms of speech and committee hearings on anti-Semitism. To hear more about how the conflict in the Middle East is affecting education within Arizona, tune into The Buzz. You can catch it on our website, news.azpm.org. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is hiring 40 climate change fellows across the country to help rural small businesses that are seeking funding for clean energy projects. Katya Mendoza has more on this. The USDA Climate Change Fellows Program will assign one person to Arizona to provide assistance to farmers, ranchers, and small rural businesses that want to improve their energy usage. Charlene Fernandez with the USDA says the fellows will work with the communities in hopes of connecting them to the Rural Energy for America program known as REAP. If you are out and about in Arizona, you can see these smaller communities that are still uh, coping with or just bouncing back from the effects of COVID. These staff members that will be going out in the communities, they'll be able to explain how these programs can help our communities. The REAP program provides grants and low-interest loans to those who want to participate. The Climate Change Fellowship application closes on Monday. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. A previously unknown jaguar was spotted on a trail camera in southeastern Arizona last month. The Center for Biological Diversity confirms it's the eighth jaguar to be documented in Arizona in the past three decades. Russ McSpadden with the Center for Biological Diversity says the center analyzed the jaguar's spots and determined it was an individual they've never seen before. This is a new cat north of the border. So likely this jaguar came up from somewhere in Mexico in the last year or so. The large cat was caught on camera, roaming in a canyon just north of the U.S.-Mexico border. Jaguars are native to Arizona's Sky Island mountain ranges, though they are rare. They are found throughout the Americas. Rural Arizonans can soon adopt a wild burrow. The Bureau of Land Management will begin removing about 1,000 wild burrows from public land west of Kingman next week. The Bureau has had to thin the herd six times since 2017. Officials say there are about 2,000 of the animals in the area now. The healthy, sustainable number should be less than 500. Once the roundup is over, the burros will go up for adoption in Florence and Ridgecrest, California. And that should catch you up on all the stories we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and we'll be back after the weekend.